Welcome to Shift Your Reality Podcast. My name is Kübra Özgüvenç, a happiness alchemist, chemist, coach and astrologer. I started this podcast to share the journey that helped me and will help you to reach your highest potential and live your dream life. Let me give you a clue. It's about noticing your true needs, having more self-compassion, accepting your authentic self with love and reconnecting your worthiness. So join me and get ready to shift your reality. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Shift Your Reality podcast. This is Kubra, your host speaking. And today I'm with Tara, who is a physical therapist and yoga teacher. Hi, Tara. Welcome. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm happy that you're here. And um, all right, guys, before we start the recording, we were just having fun and <laughs> laughing a lot. So you can still uh, sense the cheerful so- sound from our uh, voices. And Tara, um, I know that you are doing so many things for healing and f- to share it with others. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Sure. Yeah. So I am a physical therapist and a yoga teacher. So I worked for about five years treating as a physical therapist and a lot of what I specialized in was chronic pain and public health issues. And I kind of found that a lot of patients did get better, but there was kind of this poor, like, you know, percentage of my patient that really needed healing on a deeper level. And I had always practiced yoga, so I decided to do my yoga teacher training. And it was really, really transformational for me me um, from some mental health issues that I had been dealing with um, and I really just wanted to share this with everyone and you know I felt that with my background as a physical therapist I could still like incorporate my knowledge that I have from like a more like anatomical standpoint and like combine it with more of this eastern type medicine um, treatment working with the mind-body connection working with energy so yeah now I really dedicate myself to providing people with more of like a therapeutic type yoga um, to help them heal with chronic pain pelvic health issues and mental health issues so yeah that's my story yeah (laughs) I love it thanks for sharing I I know that we have quite similar stories about like like uh, science background yeah. and getting yes, into love spiritual. That. I love that when I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Me too. And uh, getting into the spiritual world and combining them. T- and now you created something special for your clients that you support them in a different level, in a very specific part, actually. Would you like to mention that? <laughs> yeah, so um, today we are going to be talking about. Um, how like our energy can relate to people who are dealing with pelvic health issues. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't really know what pelvic health is, it is basically, it kind of encompasses people who may be dealing with maybe pelvic pain, maybe issues related to sex, maybe pain with sex, also bladder and bowel issues. Um, But a lot of it, when people are having these type of things going on with the pelvis, it does affect their energy, specifically energy in the sacral chakra. So that's kind of what me and Kubra want to talk about today. <laughs> yes, I, I'm super happy to bring it out onto the table because I know that there are many women um, suffering from that 
problem and they don't know that there are things they can do without uh, getting like a surgery or you know even further uh, operations so the things you are doing are helping them without you know changing their body integrity and yeah (laughs) i can't wait to listen to more (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i'm super excited okay go ahead where would you like to start because i have some questions about the sacral chakra and uh, but there are many other things that you would like to mention so please um okay yeah we'll do i i would start with i don't know how much your listeners like know about the chakras like i could give like a little just a really brief overview so we kind of understand yeah why not let's do that (laughs) so basically our chakras are different energy centers in our body so i kind of look at them like a roadmap to to our energy but they also kind of give us a roadmap to more than just our energy they're also incorporating our physical body our mental health our mind and our emotions so they really kind of like are a way to look at healing the mind body soul like connecting them all they give you like this nice kind of outline so basically there's seven different chakras so they're different energy centers each energy center it's like a kind of like a spinning wheel of energy and they'll send and receive energy so basically they're you know exchanging energy between our internal world and our external world and when our energy is healthy there's a healthy exchange like in and out of each energy center i think that's you could add on if you want that's kind of like a brief overview of what the chakras actually are <laughs> yeah that's that's great okay what is the relation between the um chakras and our physical body and especially uh this pelvic problems and sexual health yeah so specifically if you're talking about pelvic health sexual health you're going to look more at the sacral chakra so that's one of the seven so that's our second chakra so it's also so it's either you can call it sacral chakra you might hear it as spadhisthana as well so that's like the sanskrit name of it um which actually chakra i'm pretty sure is um from the sanskrit language i think when it it translates to english then it means wheel but it's actually like a sanskrit word so it's kind of nice to know both um i like to use sanskrit words that's a lot of times what you'll hear like um different yoga poses will be in in that language so the sacral chakra is one of these seven energy centers so the reason it relates to pelvic health issues and sexual health issues is based on the location so it's good to know kind of anatomy where it's located so this one is located in the lower abdomen and the pelvis so it kind of will incorporate everything in that area so it's also you know it's also your bladder in women it's also the uterus men it would incorporate the prostate and then also the bowel and then also the muscles in that area so it does it's kind of like i guess it's incorporating a lot but it's good to know the anatomy based on what that energy center um is kind of all about so do you want me to go in more detail on like yeah i would love to hear all in details (laughs) because we all women who are listening to you right now (laughs) and we would love to know more so each um chakra will be associated with an element so the sacral chakra is associated with water so it's more of this kind of like fluid like energy center Mm -hmm. so it is associated with our sexuality and 
but it's actually more than this because I think a lot of times people think it's really only sexuality, but it's also our emotions and also relates to creativity. Yes. So it also has like, it's more of a feminine type energy center. Like it has lunar type qualities and that kind of makes sense if you think about the element being water. If you think like how our moon could like impact the tides on our earth, impact water that way, this like water based energy center is going to have a lot of feminine lunar qualities, which are more like calming, nurturing. So it's about you being able to nurture and it doesn't mean you have to have children. You can nurture in other ways, nurturing the earth, nurturing other individuals, your pets, whatever it is, but also allowing yourself to be nurtured, I think is an important part of this energy center, like being able to be cared for sometimes. Um, and I think when you tap into these like feminine lunar qualities, it's about kind of letting go, being able to go with the flow. Hmm. That's how it kind of taps into, if you think about sexuality, that's kind of, I guess, when you're in a you know, more sexual state, you want to be able to let go a little bit when you're wanting to be creative, not in a sexual aspect, you're also wanting to kind of let go. So that's kind of like an overview of how it all ties yeah. in together and what the sacral chakra is all about. <laughs> So um, what you are saying is um, we, to live in our feminine energy, we need to balance our sacral chakra, right? Yes. The one above, so the solar plexus, which is right yeah. above, is more of like that masculine yes. energy, which we all like have masculine and feminine energies. Um, so, and we need both, but we want to balance of both. And we think a lot in our modern world I don't know how you feel but a lot of us are like even women a lot of us have a lot more masculine dominant energy where we feel like we constantly need to go get things done and sometimes we really need to tap more into that fe those feminine qualities of giving ourselves time to rest nurture things like that mm -hmm. okay perfect so how can we um tap into this energy and you know activate it or balance it which which word would you prefer I don't know um, so I think I use balance a lot because like it's like because so a chakra a center could be like overactive or underactive. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it matters so much if it is over or under. It's really more just about like bringing balance to that energy center. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we we can go with balance. <laughs> okay, let's go. With um, <laughs> I do think that it's important to. Work, know that you should be working on like all of them all the chakras if that makes sense like also the, so uh, all right I'm gonna go back so since I am a physical therapist this is kind of what it reminds me of um like in PT school like they're always telling you like say you're working on someone's elbow you always want to look at the joint above and below so you also want to look at the shoulder and you want to look at the wrist because it's mm -hmm. probably not just the elbow same exactly thing Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to just like only focus on sacral chakra. You really want to look at them all, but most specific, more specifically, looking above and below, so the root chakra and the solar plexus. Exactly. Um, um, that's uh, what you are saying. Is just reminded me that um, I had a couple yeah. of clients uh, who I worked uh, en at the energetic line as well, and um, they had um, migraine 
so, uh, uh -huh. from time to time and um when i checked their energies it was all the time related with the second chakra sacral chakra but not just with that one also for one of them it was related with the heart ch chakra as well and with another one it was related the with um with the fifth one i guess i if i can recall yes it was the fifth one so uh -huh. it is like as you say always a combination and for different issues i see different uh, chakras combinations boosting the this problem this physical problem or emotional problem all the time so um, where uh, or how one can understand it for themselves or they should find you or you know what, what they should do I mean I think just learning about what the chakras are um, kind of help you start to like tune in and like tap in to mm -hmm. your energy I mean it could be hard it definitely can be difficult but it's really just like a learning process kind of like some people have you know difficulty with body awareness and knowing what's going on with themselves from a physical standpoint and like saying like exercising moving your body helps improve your body awareness to improve your energy awareness i mean for me i mean there's multiple things you can do i say meditation i mean i think that's yeah. the best way to really tap into your energy because then you're like kind of like getting out of your own way of like all our preconceived notions that we have that are blocking us from being able to like interact with our energy and you're really just going into your internal world and it can be really really helpful in kind of being able to start to assess but i mean everyone needs to, it's a learning process like some people can access their energy easier than others for sure yes um, like my husband i'm jealous it, it just <laughs> if you dedicate yourself to it i really think everyone can do it <laughs> yeah and some people have some kind of i don't know system that they can uh, circulate their energy in a natural way it's like that for my husband but for me i need to do the energy healing and meditation yeah. to be <laughs> to, to feel grounded and balanced actually this is where i get jealous on him <laughs> <laughs> i mean we all have our own our own journeys and yeah you know, i'm kidding think, <laughs> right some of us maybe need a little more work than others but it's always going to be like a, a process and a journey for everyone yeah um, but yeah <laughs> and um so what are some ways to improve that energy flow through the sh uh, sacral chakra oh, okay yeah we'll go back to that i feel like we got on like kind of a side note <laughs> so movement can be definitely really helpful for most of the energy centers particularly for the sacral chakra because they think the movement since this is a really emotional center it can really help kind of free and release any stored emotions. So if you're someone that is like someone who likes to avoid kind of feeling their emotions, if they're going to be stored in the body, they can get stored in different areas, but a lot of it usually gets stored in the sacral chakra, mm -hmm. specifically like in the hips. So hip openers are really good at releasing energy. And it's not uncommon to be in like a really deep hip opener if you're holding it for a like a longer period of time that you might feel an emotional release like people that really does happen to people and it's really a good thing like when it's happening you're like I, I know no one wants to like feel that burst of emotion but yeah. it really it can be really really healing so that's like one of the major ways um to work with the sacral chakra mm -hmm. if you want to go like with something that's not as movement based even working like with any 
that we could work with what the element is. So the element of sacral chakra, like we said before, is water. Mm-hmm. So even like going to say visit a body of water and just like connecting with you know this aspect of mother nature in that way, connecting with the water, that can be really um, healing. And then from more of an emotional standpoint, yeah, since this is an emotional energy center. Mm-hmm. If it's say so, usually if the sacral chakra is more underactive, you might be someone that avoids emotions. Yeah. So allowing yourself actually to feel your emotions. If it's overactive, you might be someone that really sits with emotions for a really long time. So you can learn, you know, work on learning to experience emotions without really being attached to them. And either end of the spectrum, like something I like to share is that there's been research done. So an emotion itself really only lasts like 60 to 90 seconds. And yeah. then when you've continued feeling it, it's really our mind that's keeping you there. So if you're someone who avoids it, know yeah. that it doesn't need to last that long. If you're someone that sits with emotions a lot, I think it can be really empowering to realize, oh, this is my mind doing this. Like I have control over this and that can be something that's also really healing. So yeah, there's some ways, um, there's a lot of ways that you could work with it. I think yeah, those sure. are like my favorite. <laughs> but I, I love that you bring it out um, that if we like the emotions are here with us only for 60 to 90 seconds and uh, if we want to keep them longer it's our choice so this is where our choices um getting even more important so if i want to be happy i should choose it if i want to be more joyful or prosperous or however this is me who has the power to choose it and um i love it because our sacral chakra is also related with the creativity and which also related to, you know, um, prosperity in our lives, abundance. So if we can um, just figure out that concept of sacral chakra, I think we can live more abundant lives and in, uh, our life would align with our feminine energy in that way and we can actually experience life in a joyful and happier way with or without our choices <laughs> because when the feminine energy rises it already brings uh, the this this abundant energy uh, as a side effect as a good side effect actually that's incredible and can you tell us so for example I, i'm sure you have you have um interesting stories from your clients or from your life as well how can working on uh, someone's pelvic uh, or sexual health uh, change their life in different levels it could be emotional or you know we can talk about the prosperity in their life do you have interesting stories to share with us yeah i mean i think like I guess, I don't know if a story, but just something in general that I see with a lot of people. Cause, so a lot of clients that I see um, are women who have pain with sex or they're have, they can't have sex because it's painful, which if any woman is, you know, out there and experiencing that, I really do want you to know, like, that's not normal because a lot of women, unfortunately, like, see not all medical, there's good medical providers out there, but there are some that women will go and their gynecologist is like, oh, well, you know, that's what it is. And that's not true. There's things you can do from the energy standpoint, like we're talking now. There's pelvic floor physical therapy, which is a more, it's a non-invasive type kind of more medical way to go, but that can be really helpful. So just know that you don't 
have to deal with that. I just want women to know that because <laughs> it's really, it's really, you know, something yeah. that I think if you're experiencing it, I'm sure along the way someone told you, you know, that's just normal and that's not true. <laughs> well, yes, it, it, it shouldn't be that way, I guess. <laughs> well, some women, it's just like, it's from the first time they ever had sex, they had pain. So they just don't realize that there could be another way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess going, sorry. <laughs> no, it, it reminded me. What I, I do in my story that you asked me about. Oh, no. Um, a lot of women, so some women or a decent amount do go. So pelvic floor physical therapy can be really, really helpful. And I definitely have helped a lot of women in my physical therapy career in that way. But then that percentage of people that maybe get a little better with physical therapy, but mm-hmm. then they're still not better. Like a lot of times that's who I see now. Mm-hmm. And usually the reason is because it's their emotions and their energy that is causing them to hold the pelvic floor muscle tight. So usually if you are having pain with sex, it's usually because the muscles are tight and in a state of tension. Okay. And if physical therapy didn't help you to kind of relax those muscles, usually a lot of it is stress or you holding your stress in that area. So working with the energy there and like working through your emotions, it's really amazing. Like you like think like, okay, it's a tight muscle. Like how can working with my energy and working with my emotions help? But it can really be so helpful and freeing and it can really help women who are dealing with not being able to, you know, have sex and enjoy being intimate, really change their life and really, you know, finally be able to enjoy that aspect of our life because it is important. Like we should be able to be intimate and it's an important part of, you know, our lives as humans. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, the, the things you earlier shared uh, reminded me that, um, you know, I, I, you know, that I started to this healing stuff with my fibrom- mm-hmm. fibromyalgia problem and um, in this problem many patients um, they think that having pain is a normal way of living so it's this it's interesting for me to learn that it's the same for uh, having pain during uh, for people who has pain during sex or so yeah. so it's our natural way of coping with pain maybe the like considering it as a normal way of living or doing things so but we supposed to feel healthier joyful and prosperous because our body can heal itself if we allow it (laughs) it can for sure and you know that's kind of like even people like that i see with who have more general chronic pain that's like what we're working with and like you know pain is going to come up in life like i don't think it's realistic that any of us are going to be like pain free forever for the yeah. rest of our lives like things come up but that's like our like lesson of what we need to work with and like it's like it's showing us something this is you need to focus on this exactly right now, you know? Exactly. I'm, I'm always giving this example to my clients. Our body is your mailbox and your body giving you the, like just delivering you the emails from your energy body. So if you have a pain, it's an email that you have a problem at the energetic lane, which can be emotional, you know, at the layers of the aura. It could be emotional or at the mind level or in other levels. Uh, we just need to understand what it is trying to tell us, actually. Yeah. And about, sure. yeah, yeah. Thanks I for know. bringing I that. I think a lot of Sorry, no. I, like it's, you, you just made me think because a lot of times people who have chronic pain, well, yeah. so, uh, clear. Obviously, sometimes pain—it's literally physical. Like there's a physical yeah, problem, of course, for sure. 
But a lot of times with chronic pain, it's like that you've gone to a million doctors and they tell you there's nothing physical going on. And I think sometimes that that damper, like, I don't know, it, it can be like a hurtful statement, I think, for people as well. And it doesn't mean nothing physical is going on, but maybe you just, maybe it is physical, but you also need to look deeper at the mind, at your energy. And maybe it's more of like this combination of something going on. So that kind of made me think of that. What you said. Yeah, exactly. Because I, a couple of days ago, I read a research on people. I don't remember what it was, um, what the title was, but um, you know, two people, they have, they both have the same anatomical problem and one is pain-free, one is with pain. Yeah. They both have the same problem, but it's anatomical. It's like, but somehow one of them pain-free and they were, I, I think it is related with the, um, you know, how we can read these males because when we read the mail, when the emotion delivers us the, uh, uh, delivers us the message correctly and when we understand it correctly, even though the problem itself stays there, it doesn't give us pain this is what i believe uh, eventually oh, yeah that's like it's pretty like even like physical therapy world like there's like popular studies about people who have like herniated discs in their back like that like at like a certain age like almost everyone has herniated discs in their back yeah but, like like say like whatever half the, of the population i don't know what the exact numbers in the study are but they have no pain but they have the same herniated disc as people who have like debilitating pain and you know it's just like pain is so individual to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes we get, it's important to know, you know, to be checked medically. And I think it's important still to look at the anatomy, but sometimes we get like too focused, I think on it <laughs> in a way. And, and I think we need to look deeper at it. So yeah, but yeah, that kind of reminded me of that, like that study. Yeah. Like maybe that's even what you saw. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it could be, it could be. Well, yeah. that's great. Is there anything else you would like to mention like this beautiful freebie you mentioned earlier oh yeah so i do so anyone who wants to like if maybe they haven't tried yoga or they want to dive deeper into yoga practice i do have a free it's like a seven day yoga experience so mm -hmm. basically there's so much to yoga a lot of times we think it's like just moving through poses vinyasa which is part of it and i, and I teach vinyasa and i like it but it's so much more than that so my freebie kind of takes you through the different aspects. So you'll get vinyasa in there, but you also get meditation. We work with mantra, we do breath work. So you can kind of see like what resonates with you and what you like. Cause I think that's like important in finding your like self-care activities or even in a yoga practice, just finding what really resonates with you. Maybe you don't like vinyasa, but you like doing breath work, you know, seeing what your body responds to, what your energy responds to. So that's kind of what the freebie is all about. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, everyone, you can find a freebie in the caption. So uh, I, I recommend you to not to miss it. And dear Tara, do you have anything else to share with us today? everything i think we covered everything okay I mean, um, yeah it has been helpful yeah. already for many people I i'm sure everyone, you know maybe like dives a little deeper into the chakras and you know learning about them can be really fascinating and i'm sure your listeners are already more like into this kind of stuff but sometimes it sounds like it's more like you know out there but when you like really learn about it you realize like how connected it is to everything so <laughs> well um you know sometimes it's good to listen to the things you already know as well because in each breath we change our mind our existence and we evolve and each moment 
we resonate with another information. Either we know it or we hear it for the first time, doesn't matter, but sometimes there is a hidden message behind that thing we hear at that exact moment, even though we know it. So maybe someone will recognize something about their, you know, pelvic problems or sexual life. And even though they know which chakra it is related with, it could bring them so much light, I'm pretty sure. Thanks for yeah, sharing for sure. all those things with us and that freebie as well. <laughs> and um, all right, everyone, thanks for listening to us. And I'm happy to see you here in another episode. And as I always say, may the joy be with you. Love you all. Bye.